The ministry of Prophet Eddie Fabin edifies, exhorts, and comforts as God confirms His Word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Prophet Eddie Fabin's popular weekly program, dubbed the Turning Point Service, attracts multitudes to the Kodesh Lighthouse Chapel International in Accra, Ghana. He is also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now, here's the Prophet Eddie Fabin. Yesterday is gone, another day has come to something new in my life. Yesterday is gone, another day. Has come, oh, do something new in my life. Yesterday is gone, yesterday is gone, and that day has come to something new. Oh! 
Saturate my soul and let the light. 
this race oh may we not fall along the way Lord may we not lose this anointing oh God may we not lose it Lord may we not lose it may we not lose it cast me not away from thy presence, oh Lord, and take not thy holy spirit from me. The joy of my salvation, oh, and renew a right spirit within me. Just be seated. You know, people like David. Those of you at the back, I don't know why you're so far away. I think you should move closer to the anointing. Anointing is also in certain places, geographical locations. So when you move far away, you may easily not receive the anointing. Yeah. But you see, people like David, they understood that you can lose the anointing. Yeah. I'm sure because he saw that somebody's anointing was taken from him and it was given to him he realized that hey i need to be careful i don't know it is not forever so that is why we are praying about this thing no because we can lose the thing it is possible to lose it hmm See, this story of Saul is a very sad story. Because, I mean, we read just a few chapters. The anointing, this same person, he gave us very powerful, this thing we prayed about. Then, turn into another man. You have become 
a prophesying, you have become a proverb, so many things. Then all of a sudden, so you can be at a very high place. And before you realize, you have come down. That is why we are praying about it. Because the greatness that God wants you to have, you are going to stay at that place. You are not coming down. So we are looking at the things that we can do so that we don't get there. And the Bible says that in First Samuel chapter 15, it's so sad. And verse 10, it says that then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel saying, it repented me that I have set up Saul to be king. Oh, may God not repent that he made, he anointed you. Because one anointing he gave to you. You have used it to do things. Hey, yo. God has regretted that he gave you the anointing. Oh, may it not be said about you. But rather, God will say, ah, this my son, I want to even give him more of the anointing. More. Because the way he's using the anointing, I feel like pouring more. Oh, that shall be your story. This year, you are going to move from one level to another. In the name of Jesus, the anointing in January, I tell you, February's anointing will be greater than the anointing in January. And March anointing will be greater than that in February. As the months progress, the anointing will also be increasing. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hey. Bible says about John, and the child grew and waxed strong in spirit. May you wax strong in spirit. For he is turned back from following me. And has not performed my commandments. And he grieved Samuel. And he cried to the Lord all night. These are people who understand what it means to lose the anointed. So, ah! This guy had a great opportunity. And he's losing the thing. And he cried all night. There are some people they don't care. They don't care. They do anything. They don't care that they are going to lose the anointing. People are crying. Someone cried for him all night. Sometimes there are some people did themselves. They don't see their problem. Other people must cry for them. Bishop Oko. People can see their problem. Then we are the ones. I remember when I was doing my nurses, I had this guy with me. He said he was in the same school with Tufo. Do you know Tufo? He used to run 100 meters or 400 meters or whatever. The guy was always into running. Always into running. Though they wrote their exams, they're about to leave, go home. You know how sometimes before you go home, they bring the exam papers. So they were bringing the papers and the guy was in the dormitory. Then they would bring his paper, English, 10%. Then the guy would look at it and say, hmm, M is Rimpo. <laughs> Let's do 400 meters runner. He will look at his paper. Then they will bring. So they will bring. Maths. Then you look at it. 
Five percent. Is it? They will bring signs. Fifteen percent. Hmm. No, no, as he kept doing that, there was a senior lying in his bed watching him. <laughs> At a point where the guy said, Hey, Mr. Boy, he said, Hey, to four. Who are we to mark the answer? Yen yen sum mao. As you who have scored the thing, you find it funny. Hey, Mr. Boy, means it's funny. So we, we should be the ones who cry for you. There are some people like that. When they have lost the anointing. It's funny to them. They don't even see it. So we are the ones who are worried for them. But I pray that from today, you will be so concerned about the anointing in your life. How you will not lose it. Saul was very, Samuel was very disturbed. Very disturbed. But when Samuel rose early to meet Saul, it was though Samuel saying that Saul came to Camel, and behold, he set him up a place. Oh. And he is gone about and passed on and gone to Gilgal. And Samuel said to Saul, and Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said to him, Blessed be thou of the Lord. Friend. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. I am a shrimpo. Meanwhile, you have not. <laughs> Hey, the thing that you are saying, eh, that is only because you have not performed the thing. You say you have performed it. Hmm. And someone said, What meaneth thou this bleating of the sheep in my ears? And the lowing of the oxen which I hear. What is this thing? You say you have done everything, but I can hear, I can hear something there. Oh. And so said, Oh, they have brought them from the Amalekites. For the people spread the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God. And the rest we have utterly destroyed. Then Samuel said to Saul, stay. <laughs> stay. We used to play a game called stay. Remember. And I will tell thee what the Lord said to me this night. And he said to him, say on. On a moment. Say on. And Samuel said, when thou was little in thine own eyes or sight, was thou not the, made the head of the tribe of Israel? And the Lord anointed thee king over Israel. See, because the problem that comes is that as soon as you become a big man, then you, you change. And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they be consumed. Wherefore then didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but this fly upon the spoil, and it's evil in the sight of the Lord. And Saul said to Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed. Look at him. I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and I have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and I have brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people... See, now you start blaming people. Took up the spoil, sheep and oxen, cheap, thing, cheap of the things which should have been utterly destroyed. Now he knew what to be done. To sacrifice unto the Lord thy God. 
Samuel said, Had the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. Hey! That's the, the part that is coming is what I'm afraid of. And Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and thy words, because I fear the people and obey their voice. Now therefore I pray thee, pardon my sin, turn again with me, that I may worship the Lord. And Samuel said unto Saul, I will not return with thee, for thou hast rejected the word of the Lord. And the Lord has rejected thee from being king over Israel. He said, there are some things you can't get them back home. That is what the Bible said about uh, Esau. That for one morsel of bread, he sold his birthright. Which is like an anointing. Yeah. Something very precious. He said, oh, I don't mind. Whatever you have, I, I, I want to eat it. Beans. When you read the tree Bible, they are so bad. The tree Bible causes adikokobi. Adikokobi. They, they can't even describe what it was. Adikokobi. <laughs> he said, I don't care. What is this birthright to me? Sometimes you see some sisters, they can just leave their body to a brother. And it's like, oh, I, I don't care. What is this thing to me anyway? <laughs> you cannot just give your body easily to a brother to take you and just be squeezing you. No. Squeezing. Squeezing. Squeezing, squeezing. And you are standing there and you are squeezing. Hey, hey, stop it. Say, hey, if you know the value of the anointing, you will not leave your body to be squeezed like that. Squeezing. <laughs> he said, what is this birthright to me? Then he says something, seeing that I'm about to die. See, which is also the thing that sometimes when we are going through something, or we feel that, oh, that's it. Then we make the thing put pressure on us. Hey, the way I am burning, I will die if I don't. Who said you are going to die? Who told you you will die? That's what they say. <laughs> but you will get the feeling that you are going to die but you will not die you will not die listen you will survive yeah that's what the devil came to tell Jesus he said turn these stones to bread so that you can eat so that it, he said man will not live by bread alone it is not bread that makes us live it is not this thing that will make me live I have something else that can make me live you will not die if I don't eat that bread. I will not die. 
I will not die. I will live. I will live. The anointing in you is strong enough to keep you alive. Oh, this year, I see people who are going to keep the protect the anointing. As it say, I think First Thessalonians, it says that you should keep your vessel. Yeah, keep your vessel. There's a scripture like that. Keep your vessel. Tell somebody, keep your vessel. I like this solar tech people, their slogan. Protect your valuable equipment. Protect your valuable equipment. <laughs> valuable. The anointing is precious. You cannot just let it go. But Saul, he didn't value it. He did not value it. Bible says that, and as Samuel turned about to go away, he laid hold upon the skirt of his mantle and it rent. He tore the thing. That's what was going. The man, the man was going. He too he was holding him. Don't go. Oh, daddy, don't go. No, oh, daddy, don't go. Oh, daddy, don't go. I will go. Daddy, don't go. I will go. Daddy, don't go. Listen to the answer the guy gave to him. And someone said to him, Yea, the Lord has rent the kingdom of Israel from you this day. So the thing that got torn, that is it. It's over. There is no way you can get it again. It's gone. And has given it to another of thine. That is better than thou. Hey, that's even the scary part that what you have, somebody will take it and use it. And also the strength of Israel will not lie nor repent. For he is not a man that he should repent. That what God has said, he will not change it. Father, help us, oh, help us, because it looks like this thing, when we lose it, we've lost it. It's not going to be easy to get it again. That is why we are praying that this year, we are praying for the anointing, but we are also praying about how not to lose it. Yeah. I'm sure the doctors, they are happy, they can give you chloroquine and all that, but they will be happier if you can prevent the malaria. That is what we are trying to do. If we can just get you to prevent yourself from losing the anointing. So we have been praying. One of the things we prayed about is that don't disobey the specific command. And listen, everybody, you have your own command. Don't look at somebody else. Ah, but this person is not doing it. Listen, your command is different from this person's command. What the Lord has told me to do is different from what he has told you to do. Don't look at what I'm doing to say that this person is not doing it, so I'm not doing it. It's a specific command. Whoever you are, there's a specific command to you in particular. Please. Please. What is the command that God has given to you? Do it. Do it. Obey it. Don't be a child of disobedience. Hey. Hmm. God regretted. 
we pray that don't become big in your own eyes. Because that's one of the things that makes people not obey anymore. Because you feel big. When you begin to feel big, you don't see why you should koto. <laughs> why should I koto? I'm a big man myself. But that's the end. That's where your end begins. Always see yourself as a nobody. Nothing. Unimportant. You are not anybody. You see, a man of God is a man before of God. It is the of God that makes him something. If the of God is not there, you are just a man. Tell the next person, man of God or woman of God, you are a man before of God. Don't let the of God be taken away because when the of God is taken away, it is you plus the of God that makes you great. So why do you behave as if you are the great one and the of God is rather attaching to you? Hmm. Number three. Don't become interested in the financial and earthly benefits of the ministry. Hey! I tell you, ministry, if you get into it, it can take you to a certain level. Anointing. Bishop said that he had a vision one time. He was walking by a road and he saw heaps of sand. To him, it was sand. But when he moved closer, he realized that it was gold. When he saw a man, gold, hey, that's it. He started collecting the gold, collecting. And he said, the Lord spoke to him. He said, no, take small. Because where you are going, there is a lot more on the way where you are going. These are all traps of the devil. He will trap you with something you see. That's your end. You are losing the anointing. There was a man in the Bible called Gehazi. This guy was supposed to be the next person after Elisha. (laughs) Yeah. If Elisha received a double portion, then by mathematical jangbeishi, Gehazi was supposed to receive what? A quadruple portion. But because of greed and because of whatever, the financial destiny, somebody came to see Elisha, a big man. He came with his BMW or Mercedes Benz. And he came, the man of God healed him. And when he was going, so man of God, let me bless you with some envelope. So it's okay. You can go. You are blessed. Go. Then the guy was standing and said, Man, Jani Manukosano. I am Mr. Rimpo. He said, No, we cannot allow this money that has come here to go back. This money must stay. So. <laughs> He ran and went to cross the man. So I said, hey, 
Hey! Hey, mister! Oh, it's getting belly belly. Hey! Then the guy said, What is it? What is it? He said, Actually, <laughs> my master just received some visitors. After you left, some visitors came. And he realized that he didn't have anything to serve them. So he told me to come and come and take the envelope that you were giving so that he can buy some malt and some uh, this thing. So below for the people to drink in Katia Boga. So when the man saw the thing, the way the guy was trying to collect the thing, he saw that no. The guy was greedy in his eyes. So he told him, Take two. Be content. Because he realized that the guy, he is the one who is looking for the thing. No, just take two. Be content. Greed will make you go after something. When he arrived, he came back. <laughs> he put the thing in his back pocket. Gehazi! Gehazi! <laughs> yes, sir. Where were you? I've been looking for you. Oh, I've been here all along. I haven't gone anywhere. Hey. And he said, ah, did my heart, my spirit not go with you? When you went to that man and you went to collect the money from him, did my spirit not go with you? My spirit went with you and I saw all that you did. He said, now, the leprosy that was on the man, that leprosy is coming on you. That was the end. That's it all. So today when you see any leprous man, can easily be a descendant of Gehazi. You can become a leper in the spirit. Going for money. Going for this. Going for this. But I believe that this thing is very timely to deliver somebody from becoming leprous in the spirit. And I believe that as we pray tonight, every spiritual leprosy is going to go out of your life in the name of Jesus. How many believe that God wants to set you free from every spiritual leprosy? Stand to your feet right now. Listen, we are going to pray today. One of the things I want you to pray for is that God will deliver you from the spirit of greed. That you will not be greedy. Bible says that we should not be greedy for filthy locker. Pray that this thing will not be with you. But you will be somebody who rather be zealous for the anointing. Zealous for the spirit. Zealous for the things of God. Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. I 
Anointing brings money. We were reading Isaiah 16. We said, You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles. It is. Oh, you will have money. Oh, you don't believe what I'm saying? The money and the blessing that God is going to bring to you, you have no idea. I tell you, the blessing that is coming. Some of you, the cars you are about to drive. Because of the anointing. Because there's something about the anointing. It attracts. It attracts. It's very attractive. So it attracts a lot of things. So if you can't handle it, that will be it. See, this prayer we are praying there is going to save some of you. Yeah. Because the way God is going to bless you, if you don't know how to handle it, you will lose it. The Bible says that. He said, Wherefore then didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord? 
But this fly upon the spoil. Flying upon the spoil. The spoil is the, the thing that they got from the war. All the thing. When he saw it, man, man, flying upon the thing. That was it. Such before. <laughs> Some of you, the car you are about to drive, you have never seen such a car before. You begin to fly. <laughs> but don't let that thing drown you. Don't let it change the way you are. Don't let it change. Remain little. Remain small. And don't let it take your heart. It's nothing. What's a car? There are more valuable things you, you must look for. Bible says, set your affection on things above. Look for crowns. Ask for card here. Like Bishop said, he said, take some and move on. So it's like one of those things that we are taking and we are moving on. But along the way, we are going to get more. But it's not the thing that is going to make us stay here. Listen, don't sacrifice instead of obeying God. When you have to obey, you are making sacrifices. There are some of you, you should just pay your tithe. That's all you have to do, but you won't pay the tithe. Then when you are there, then you buy a shirt. <laughs> then you bring it to the pastors. Oh, pastor, take this shirt. I want to bless you. But the thing you have to do is to pay your time. You are sowing a seed in the pastor's life. That's not the thing. Instead of paying your time. The thing you have to do, you will not do it. Then rather you are doing something else. And there are some people, something that God has not told you to do. Then you are doing it. <laughs> you won't marry. So, I want to show that I am a strong man. Foolishness. Foolishness. There was some time back, we used to think that when, when you are suffering, when you are going through, it means that you are serving God. It's, it's just the devil who is just... <laughs> I have it simple. It's just the devil who was just lying to us. And we thought that when we struggle and we go through things, pain, we just love it when we are going through but there's something simple you have to do. Obey. It's better. It's like standing by a car. You have the key to the car. You say, no. I will, I will, I will do, I will pray. Then the door will open. You see, you're a fool. <laughs> because this is what you have to do. And you say, I'm going to do this. I feel that when I pray, ow, that's not it. Just go and get the key. Open. <laughs> That's it. You are going into the car. So, some of us, instead of doing all the things that you are doing, and all, just obey the Lord. Yeah. Just obey. I don't know what the Lord has told you. 
but obey. Pray that you will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. This is what I want you to do. And just do it. Don't, don't do anything. Just obey. Jesus' mother said to the people, whatever he says to you, do it. Just do it. Don't, don't try to do anything. Just do it. Wow. Let's add number four to it and then number five to it and we pray. He said, avoid rebellion and witchcraft. <laughs> For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. As soon as you rebel, you have become a witch. God doesn't anoint witches so. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Bible says, let not... Don't let the, suffer not the witch to live. So rather, God wants to kill the witch. So when you begin to disobey, you have become a witch. It is not only when you fly that you are a witch. Yeah. Disobedience. And there are many witches in the church. When you see your grandmother or something, she's a witch. But you are the number one witch. In the church because a rebel you rebel you, you rebel against authority whatever they say you don't do it it's a very bad spirit that is going to make you lose the anointing and you will die you will lose the anointing even though you are fasting here some of us we are fasting but we don't obey things we just disobey we, we, we fight against authority I'm telling you the anointing will not come. It, it will just flow out like this. When it comes on you, then it just grows like this. <laughs> but I believe that God is saving us and delivering us. How many think that this thing is going to deliver you? Stand to your feet. We are going to pray. Pray and tell the Lord that your ears will be attentive to his yes. voice. You will rather obey than sacrifice. Pray that you will not become a witch by rebelling, that you obey him. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm 
Witchcraft. You don't want it. You don't want it. One day, Paul, Paul was writing to the Galatians in Galatians chapter 3, verse 1. He said, Oh, foolish Galatians. He said, Who has bewitched you? Who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? You, you may think that it's just a normal, I mean, you are just the type who doesn't just obey, but it's, it's witchcraft. Sometimes when you see a child who doesn't obey, when they say, it's anyen afraid, anyen wo wonyum. It's witchcraft. So, witchcraft spirit is operating in your life. You two you are just watching. You must resist it. Paul, there, when he saw the way the people were not obeying the truth, no, he said, eh, witchcraft this one is witchcraft so not being somebody who you may think is just but a witch a witchcraft spirit is operating on you it's operating on you you need to pray against it all that you will not be that person who will not obey that you don't pay your tithe it's not a normal thing no. <laughs> you may think everybody does what you do you are the one who is not normal so this month there, I, I will chop the tithe. I'm sure somebody else is also doing that. No, it's a witch that is speaking to you that eats the money. Yeah. So move away from it, and that is why the next thing we are going to pray about the spirit of stubbornness. We have to talk and explain and expand and expantiate and with diagrams and still they said to Saul you have disobeyed he said I obeyed you disobeyed I obeyed disobeyed. I've obeyed the Lord he said you disobeyed he said I have obeyed these are stubborn people stubbornness is also a spirit you need to pray and come against that spirit God doesn't work with people who are stubborn Proverbs 29 verse 1 he that is often reproved and hardeneth his neck. <laughs> Bible says that he shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. The kind of destruction that will come to you, there's no remedy. You must not be too stiff. When they move you, you don't move. When they move, when a, a tree is standing there and the wind is blowing and the tree is stiff like that, it will break it. But when the, 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 the tree moves with the wind, it can survive it. Be somebody who can move. When they are correcting you, move. When they are telling you something, just accept it and flow. You will last better. So James said, James 3, 17, he said, the wisdom that is from above is first of all pure. It's a peaceable. It is gentle. It is easy to be entreated. In other words, we can easily tell you something and you accept it. Be that kind of person. There are some wives, you never tell them anything that they will take. Never yield, never bend, never bow, never wrong, never give in, 
Never give up. It is not a good spirit. You will be suddenly destroyed without remedy. There's nothing we can do for you. But let's pray. Bind, clash, destroy every spirit of stubbornness. And pray for that spirit that is easy to be entreated. Let that spirit come upon you. Clap your hands and begin to pray. Come against that spirit. Come against that spirit. Tonight, come against it. In the name of Jesus, destroy it. Chase it. Chase it from your life. In the name of Jesus. It is not supposed to be in your life. No. No. God is not looking for stubborn people. God is looking for people who obey. Who will you? Who will submit to his word? Pray. Come against the spirit of wisdom. Come against the spirit of stubborn. I'm 
of your heart. It is the spirit of Pharaoh. The end is not nice. It's not nice. So, don't have that spirit. Pharaoh, Pharaoh resisted for so long. His end was not beautiful. May your heart be soft. When the Lord speaks, 
you just say, yes, it's me. Yeah, some of you, your pastor will talk to you about something. They will have to point it out. Talk, talk, talk. Stop on this. Eesh. Don't do this. That's what you will do. It kills anointing. You cannot be anointed. We want to pray that we'll avoid sin in our lives. Sin opens the door for evil spirits to come in. Bible says in 1 Samuel 16, 14, as soon as the spirit of the Lord came upon David, evil spirits entered Saul. Charlie, do you want evil spirits to enter you? John 14, 30, says, Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and had nothing in me. He is coming to look for something that he, he belongs to him in you. May he not find evil spirits in you. May he find the spirit of God, the anointing. Yeah, because the spirit of God cannot dwell with the evil spirits. One must go. So when you allow the evil spirit, then the spirit of God will just fly away. <laughs> But rather open up for the Spirit of God to come in by shutting the door to sin. This year, shut the door to sin. <laughs> Are you there? Decide that I am not going to open that door this year. Last year, you opened it too much. Sin was just flowing in and out, in and out, in and out. But this year, shut the door. Pray also against idolatry. Idolatry is also a type of this thing. That you have an idol that you are holding on to. Hey. Listen, it is not only when you have a spiritual policeman in front of your house that you are having an idol. Your mobile phone can be an idol. Aha. That's why now I'm dialing your number. You cannot leave the house without a mobile phone. Yeah. But when you leave the house without the Bible, it's, oh, it's okay, it's not any problem. We, we can go to the church without the Bible. <laughs> it will be on the screen. <laughs> that has become an idol. You are in church, you can't put it down. As the preaching is going on, you are sharing the word with your phone. Some of you hold the phone as if you are reading something. But there is nothing. It's just WhatsApp on Kwana who read your phone also. Instagram. Don't be using phone in church as your Bible. Now, if you are there and a WhatsApp comes, which one will you read? The Bible or the, the WhatsApp? It's a distractive tool. Cancel every idol in your life. Whatever has become an idol, today pray against it. Say, Lord, Father, forgive me for making this thing an idol in my life. Forgive me for sin that has opened the door for the evil spirits to come in. Lord, 
deliver me. Shut the door. I shut the door. I shut the door. Stand to your feet and pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We are just about to close. We are just about to close. We are just about to close. I'm not a 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Finally, I want us to pray. I want us to pray against the spirit of the fear of man. It's not a good spirit. The fear of man, the Bible says that it's a snare. It will trap you. It will make you do things that you don't want to do. The fear of man will make you disobey God and obey man. But Paul said in Galatians 1 verse 10, he said, if I were to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. May our desire be that we would rather please God. In Acts chapter 5, verse 29, Peter and Co. they asked the people, they said, they said, we ought to obey God rather than men. We ought to obey God rather than men. We ought to obey God. When Joseph was faced with Potiphar's wife, that was a scholarship for him. He had to choose between obeying man and obeying God. What do you choose to obey when you are torn between the two? But tonight, you want to pray, say, Lord, may the fear of God be upon me so much that I will not be afraid of man, but I will be afraid of God. Man tells you, do this. But what does the word of God say? Oh, I'm afraid. I was afraid that my boss would sack me, so when he said I should sleep with him, I slept with him. That's the fear of man. It's a trap. You cannot do anything about it. It makes the anointing go away. The Bible says something is so sad. When Saul died, David lamented. He said, oh, how come he has died as though he was never anointed? Yeah. Could it be that by the time you are dying, when we look at you, it's like you were never anointed? No, it shall not be your story. I said, that shall not be your story. By the time you are dying, when we are reading your tribute, we will say that, ah, this one was very anointed of the Lord. Stand to your feet. Let's pray this final prayer. 
come against the spirit of fear of man. Pray that you will not be afraid of man, but you rather fear God. You will fear God. It will save you from sin. It will save you from evil. Pray that you will have the fear of God in you. The fear of God. The fear of God. For the Bible says, that shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. He said the spirit of the Lord will be upon him. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of counsel. The spirit of might. The spirit of understanding. The spirit of knowledge. And the spirit of the fear of the Lord. It shall make him a quick understanding. Pray for the spirit of the fear of the Lord. To be upon him. We shall not be afraid. What man will do to us. Oh yes sir. Oh yes sir. Oh yes sir. Oh yes sir. In the name of Jesus, Lord, deliver us. Deliver us from the fear of man. Lord, may I not die in the death of soul. May I not die like soul. He will die as soul. He was not anointed with oil. But Lord, may I die like one who is anointed. Who is anointed with oil. In the name of Jesus, let the oil of God be upon me. Let the oil of God be upon me, Lord. In the name of Jesus, to lift him up. I'm sure many of you have heard things that are going on. They are saying all sorts of things. But listen, why do the heathen imagine a vain thing? It is a vain thing. It will not work. Once we are standing for the Lord, the Lord will fight for us. We want to pray that any accusation Anything that the enemy will want to bring against him. We are condemning it in the name of Jesus. We are praying that the fire of God will be around him. 
that no weapon of the enemy fashioned against him shall prosper. We want to declare that God himself will protect him. The blood will speak on his behalf. In the name of Jesus, clap your hands and begin to pray now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In
Father, we thank you for tonight. Thank you, O oh God, for the revelation that you have even given to our Father, Bishop Dai, concerning how we can lose the anointing. Thank you, O oh God, that by knowledge and by revelation, we have escaped this one in the name of Jesus Christ. It shall not be our portion. We will not die like Saul. As though we were not anointed with oil. But we shall die full of the Spirit. We pray, O oh God, that your grace will be upon us to obey your word rather than sacrifice. We pray that your grace will be upon us to avoid idolatry, avoid sin. Help us not to be stubborn. We pray, may the spirit of witchcraft and rebellion be cast out of our midst in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare that we are a church that fears the Lord. That the fear of the Lord is upon us. Lord, may anointing always rest upon us. We give you thanks. We cover our father, Bishop Dag, with the blood of Jesus. Father, we curse those whose tongues have risen up against him. We declare that none of their works shall prosper in the name of Jesus Christ. No weapon fashioned against him shall prosper. And every tongue that is risen up against him in judgment, we condemn in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, let the blood speak for him. Let the anointing speak for him. For why do the heathen imagine a vain thing against the Lord and his anointing? It shall not prosper. The Lord sits on his throne and he laughs at the wicked. Father, we pray. The Lord, even your anointing will be upon him more. To preach the truth of the word. In the name of Jesus every voice of accusation we silence it in Jesus name wherever it is coming from from the media wherever it is coming from people's mouths, wicked men we declare that because he stands by the truth Lord you will fight his battles for him in the name of Jesus Christ thank you that when the evil one comes in like a flood, your spirit will lift up a standard against him. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And somebody shouted, Amen! We 
We believe you have been exhorted, edified, and comforted by this prophetic word. Call 0273-923-007 now to speak to Prophet Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with the prophetic.